This is the K-pop cast. It's a special edition inviting some BTS army on to dive into the impact and strategy of the Love Yourself series. From a departure from our usual format segment, we've got a special round table of some BTS army. I'm joined by three special guests today. But first off, I want to introduce listener Raman, who actually pitched this episode idea to us. So welcome, Raman. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. So thank you, Raman, for joining us. Raman is an experienced business consultant, tech enthusiast, and fellow VIP and blackjack. Joining her are two other BTS ARMY I've met through some really amazing circumstances. Introducing listener Ariana, who I met through a mutual friend. Hi there, glad to be here. And Ariana is an actor and writer living in New York City, currently spending her days working at a moving concierge startup. And lastly, but not least, we have Paulina. Hello. Hi. <laughs> And Paulina and I met through a party and we quickly discovered that we had a shared passion for BTS. <laughs> um, Paulina is a legal professional, political operative, and BTS army living in San Francisco. She recently started the at Bay Area Armies on Twitter, so be sure to check that out. So thank you all for joining us for uh, this special panel on the BTS Love Yourself Highlight Reels. So maybe to get this conversation up and running, Raman, I'll turn the stage to you to give a quick recap of what's happened around this promotional highlight series. Sounds good. Thanks, Peter. All right. So if you're not really familiar, um, BTS is releasing artistic content through their Love Yourself series. Uh, BTS reps have mentioned how this is not part of their pre-promotion or or their new album coming up. This is totally different as there's no set album to be released related to the Love Yourself series. I think overall, from what we've at least assessed from what these highlight reels are trying to tell us, is that it's all about loving yourself. And I interpret that to also mean loving all your flaws. So this includes all the mistakes that you've made from the past. And from those mistakes, you can learn to effectively rewrite your future. So looking to Jin, I, who I argue is probably the main star of this mm-hmm. highlight, you know, real series, is that he could be seen as a time traveler. And we see him going back in all these different timelines, going into all these sort of like dead ends, which don't always turn out best for all the other men- members, including this one instance where he looks to go on this date with this girl and she ends up dying. So Jin goes on this date. Ultimately, it doesn't pan out for him as he finds, despite trying to change himself, he still ends up in this scenario, this butterfly effect where the girl ends up getting into this accident. So the overall story, at least from what I'm taking from the series, is about acknowledging that there are some things you can't change and it's all about learning from those mistakes and making yourself open and vulnerable to love who you are and then move on. Ariana, I know you had a really interesting subpoint to this and I'll let you kick that off. One of the main things I got from this series was this idea of you cannot fully love someone else until you love yourself. I think we see it in several points. Particularly, we see it with each of the members about how they hide themselves behind this ideal image mm-hmm. and they don't share their true selves. Um, for example, Jin has this new car. He's got, he puts on a suit at the end. He's kind of hiding behind this ideal image of what it is, I think, right now to be Korean. Yeah. The suit, the fancy car. 
The other members, you know, Jimin obviously hides behind the camera because he's afraid to reveal himself. Each step of the way, you see them not fully coming to terms with who they are. I think that mostly leads to, since they aren't ready to love themselves, love is not ready for them. And you see this in each of how they lose the girl. Yeah. I, we don't actually know what happened to Jungkook's girl. She could have died. She could have left the hospital. Jin's girl clearly passes away. You know, you see Ratmon and Jimin, he, uh, they both choose to run away from what they're feeling and lose the girls in that way. And then with V and J-Hope, they almost have to sacrifice themselves to cover up their truths. You see V do something, of course, as per usual, outside of the law and sacrifices himself because he can't actually actually face the fact that he is with somebody in a way. Um, he has to make that sacrifice over and over again, just like he did with his sister in the previous videos, just like he does when he gets arrested. And last but not least, Sugar straight up just pushes his girl away. Yeah, You're not exactly sure in the videos what happens. You see him get the call. But yeah. you don't know why he turns. And I think that's a huge part of just not being ready to let somebody in, as you just described. You're not ready to fully let somebody in. Not being ready to let someone in because you're not willing or ready to acknowledge that you have all these parts of you which aren't perfect. Exactly. I think we see this in a few of the different quotes here that they give throughout the Highlight Reel series um, about you know being really excited for this next step, but at the same time being really afraid. Right. So it's mm-hmm. this idea that while you want this to happen, you can't get there because you're not yet ready to show this more vulnerable side of yourself, which ultimately led you to who you are today. And I think we see that in a lot of the flashbacks for a lot of the members. But I don't, it seems like each one of the members isn't quite ready to let go of all of themselves. I almost yeah. feel like J Hope is the most further along but there's also a question of is that his girlfriend or is that his sister there's a lot of people who think that might be his sister but it does seem leading up to this that he seems the most capable to be open Uh Uh I agree and so he's he seems to be the most far along in that process Mm -hmm. I think there's also this part of it that is that the boys are stronger together than they are apart Mm. because this is the Mm -hmm. first time other than the wings solo music videos this is the first time we're seeing them on their own, yeah. other than obviously the two boys who always stick together, um, Jimin and, and uh, J-Hope. Uh, that they're, they're kind of on their own. They aren't together. Uh, we see that, get confirmation of it in Jin's letter. Basically, the letter is written in 2022, which I don't even fully understand how much time has gone by since I need you <laughs> at this point. So Jin's letter is written in 2022. It's basically a letter where he describes the breakup of the boys. In the letter, he describes that it, you see it in the blood, sweat, tears, Japanese version of the video that him and, and V get into a fight. Mm-hmm. And you read in the letter that after that time, they just all split up. Mm-hmm. And you're not exactly sure if they're ever going to get back together. And then even as he's reflecting on that in this, he's saying, you know, even as I'm reflecting on this, I get this call from Hosok and he basically says, Jungkook got in a car accident last night. I think with that, you see that there's this break and now they have to figure out how to get back together. I think they still choose not to reach out even with 
what happened to Jungkook. Yeah. He has this car accident, and they still haven't fully come back together at this point. Um, I said, you know, you see them pass each other in and remember each other, but they still choose not to reach out. Right. In that way, what happens at the end? It makes sense that all of it would fall apart because when they're together, they're stronger. Yeah. Do you guys agree that the overarching message or the overarching theory behind this highlight reel is about loving yourself is also loving all your flaws and loving those flaws is what helps you grow do you think that's like the main part of this or is this another is there another main message that we should be taking from this highlight reel i definitely think that that's probably mostly what they're discussing in this i love yourself is so straightforward Mm -hmm. here even though i wouldn't say the videos are straightforward i wouldn't say any of the story that they've ever had is straightforward. It's so frustrating sometimes because I never know what's going on and I feel like it's a constant analyzation. But I feel like this is so straightforward and you can see it in the videos. You can see it everywhere leading up to, I think, what, you know, Ratmon said at the, you know, Billboard Awards. I, it's very specific about loving yourself and I think it's something that's important for their audience and important for what's happening in Korea right now. Yeah, um, that's true. They deal with a lot of problems with teen suicide and yeah. there's that's such an important message for 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 armies. You know, I, I think that I would say probably specifically armies in Korea who are much younger in mm-hmm. a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so too. With loving yourself, um, goes back to I feel like with. with BTS being such a social media icon right now like with social media a lot of aspects is that a lot of people have this thing that oh my life is better oh that person's life seems better but honestly you have to love yourself and appreciate what you have I guess it kind of goes back to that play of what social media is capable of doing and what effects that it can have yeah um a bit of that yeah please army remember what we say love myself love yourself 정말 사랑하고 I want to deviate a little bit from our outline. Ariana, you raise a really interesting question or great maybe item that we should discuss here. That this Mm -hmm. is a message that young people in Korea should really be receptive to knowing, you know, what young suicide is today. There is that logo and I'm sure you guys all saw it, the I'm fine or uh, save me reversed. That was beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, did you see that pronounced? And um, is there anything that we should be specifically learning from that message in these music videos? We could say so many things and then they're going to drop something that totally puts a bomb through all of this. Um, (laughs) That, you know, we could be tomorrow because, of course, we have a countdown going on. But um, I would say in general, it just seems to me that that's the, the straight away what's happening in this whole context is that there is a new generation of Koreans going growing up. I think it's probably true of Americans too. It's probably true of the whole world. We're growing up, growing up with um, globalization. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how is it that you love yourself in a world where everybody tells you you're not okay and you don't look okay and you need more things and Instagram and yeah. all of these things add up? How do you love yourself? Mm-hmm. And these boys are the the top of social media and they also deal with having to love themselves in 
K-pop. You know, they yeah. have to look perfect and be perfect. But I think why everybody connects to BTS is because they say we're fallible. Yeah, we have these same feelings. Exactly. Yep. I think that's what misses a lot in K-pop is somebody saying we're fallible, we mess up, yeah. we don't no, always I, feel like we look good. I completely agree. I mean, this is the multidimensional message here that, to your point, Ariana, like is strongly contrast from all the the plastic, you know, colorful goodness that we see from a lot of other groups. And not that those other groups are inherently bad for that, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot. A struggle that goes into producing the final product. Yeah, I completely agree. In terms of, it's not just um, a theme that's predominant in Korean culture. I think it it really does translate globally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about it a lot with um, what we see today in the U.S. That really, I think that's why they do so well here. Mm-hmm. Even when you go to the concerts, everybody feels really connected to their messages. Yeah. Even if they don't, I don't think completely understand every word. The message is still there. Right. Yep. Pretty, pretty good. And this episode was brought to you by the FOMO Daily Shop, which has a really awesome set of high-quality t-shirts for today's K-pop stand. What I love about these shirts is that they could pass for cool shirts, even if you're not into K-pop. But make jokes for the insider K-pop fan. For example, they have a Bravo Tango Sierra t-shirt, which is a nod to BTS. Or one that says leader, rapper, dancer, vocal, and makne. Stuff that looks fashionable that only K-pop fans actually get. You help us and we help you by using the code KPOPCAST, which gives you $5 off. Check it out on shop.fomodaily.com or check the link in the show description. Awesome. So again, be sure to check it out and it's Kpopcast at checkout. Alright, so we've taken a main message from these highlight real videos. But there were a number of other sub-theories that have emerged in the community, uh, one of them being that the girls aren't real. And Polina, I know you had some thoughts on the, around that. Yeah, I don't necessarily believe that the girls are um, a reflection of their self-conscious. I do think that they are a reflection of who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that it's like this huge meta thing. I just think that <laughs> the girls they pick are a reflection of who they are. Mm-hmm as people oh yeah or like the other member that they miss like that kind of thing yeah Rama, did you have any other thoughts on that one i'm not sh- like i feel like rapmon it kind of shows the soft side of the whole him following the girl on the bus and like seeing how she's um trying to help herself like, i just find it very interesting how he's watching her from afar it kind of shows his different side of how he's like the mo- main rapper of the group i guess you can say like it kind of shows the contrast of their characters uh-huh um rap mom being different like more of a hardcore where um but he with the girl um he's able to show his soft side his caring side do you guys feel like it could be shown through the other characters as well like like a a different opposite side of their characteristics i don't know like what do you guys think i I could definitely see that for sure uh v almost seems like a leader with mm-hmm. his girl, it was a little bit of puppy dog follow at mm-hmm. the, after yeah. he saves her from from not stealing food. Um, mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he kind of becomes like a leader in that. I I think that's why I understand why people think that they're manifestations of the other members because 
he copies a lot of what Ratmon does, and mm-hmm. Ratmon kind of copies his his actions of how he treats V, and it kind of goes back and forth. And I would probably say like Sugar's so sweet with his girl, and like kind of seems mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he scares me. So um, <laughs> he seems he seems very sweet with her. I definitely agree with that theory, though that yeah. it, you see the opposite side of them. Yeah. I you know honestly I I don't know I I feel like. I haven't put too much thought into that aspect to really say definitively either way, but everything you guys are saying seems to make sense. And I think it's certainly possible. Um, let's not forget, like, the album will be called Her. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, I'm <laughs> sure, I, maybe it's they're pretty... hinting at it, at least with these highlight videos, but I'm sure it's going to play a bigger role for the actual album and singles themselves. Yeah, Big Hit released a statement saying these are songs about young people falling in love. That's what they release. Uh, and so I don't, I definitely don't think the girls are not real. I definitely think that they're real. Uh-huh. I do think, um, I talk about this a lot is that I think that they would be dating girls that remind them that, you know, it's almost like a breakup. You end up sometimes dating somebody who reminds you of the last person you've been with. Mm-hmm. And these, these there have always been these pairs together, like V and Ratmon, Sugar and Jungkook, uh, Jimin and J-Hope um, and then Jin is always by himself uh, <laughs> poor thing um, but I think I think that because they're all they that there's like an, a, a filler for those relationship with these girls um, the only thing that really stands outside of that is obviously J-Hope and Jimin who are still together mm. and how that plays I don't I'm not really 100% sure but I'm really curious to see how that one plays out <laughs> Well, also, I just really, really want to check in. Did he, did Jimin hit her? Uh, that's okay, what happened, so that, right? That seems to be a bit of a, I, I hear both both sides. Armies on Twitter are saying that he hit himself with a nail on the floor. But when I look at it, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, I don't see it at all. And it, it looks like he smacks her. It looks like he smacks her. But this, I think, goes into the theory of the girls being a reflection of them, yeah. themselves. As um, as Jimin is dancing and he injures himself, the girl, you know, falls on the it floor and injures her. and yeah. injures herself as well. Yeah. It's so and that's why. Yeah, that was why it makes so much sense because it. The thing that I still couldn't put together. The reason why that's the one where I'm like, she's obviously real, is because she interacts between the two of them. Whereas everybody else has the girl by themselves. There's an interaction, so it seems like she has to be real because then they'd have to like decide that they're seeing the same person I guess but yeah that makes sense that like where that theory would come from makes sense because I also can't imagine a world in which he hits her and then runs away (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) so it's also Jimin so I'm like I can't imagine that happening any any of them but definitely not him I do have one side note the only thing I want to really mention here is like poor Jimin is wet in almost every single like movie or trailer that comes every out can, Jin can is we always please alone. keep him I'm like can we please please keep him dry next time that's all I'm saying <laughs> uh, every time he's like has an umbrella or under the rain. Well, even okay. even with the umbrella, he his yeah. uh, shoulders were like completely wet. Yeah, yeah his was like, drenched. I was like, the umbrella's no use. Actually, yeah. actually, that whole uh, Jimin and his shoulders being wet, like that, mm-hmm. also plays into the girl mm-hmm. um, being like soaking wet in the rain and holding on mm-hmm. to J Hope. Mm-hmm. Is one of the theories that I also heard. Yeah, 
Well, and I, my boyfriend refers to Jimin as the worst user of an umbrella ever since he's already <laughs> wet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely think that they're, the, are the girls real thing is always, I have no idea. I don't think, I don't think they're not real, uh-huh. but I do think that there's something else we're not really getting. Yeah. I think the fact that the name of the album is her, it has to be right. that they're real. Maybe we'll oh, find out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. How many hours? Twelve hours <laughs> by midnight, or yeah, tomorrow morning. Does anybody want to touch on the Jin is dead theory? <laughs> I don't know too much I, about that one. I don't yeah. know. If it's I, so confusing. Yeah. Kinda. I don't know if I can really get that one. I just feel like every single time they come. Uh, with some sort of uh, movie or you know trailer, Jen is always dead, according to fan, according to some army or some video theorizing. Yeah, I mean they're still they're still like, well, he's obviously dead, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, how. that's so obvious, but he's still dead, but he's still he's still dead. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. after I can't remember, it must have been after Spring Day, maybe it was after the, uh, I can't even remember what release it was. It finally came out. Well, maybe he's alive. Mm-hmm. But every, I, I think it was after the Japanese um, version of Blood, Sweat, Tears. They're like, well, clearly Jin is alive, but maybe everybody else is dead except for rap. I was like, I can't keep up with this. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely still a very big theory. Um, I, I can kind of get behind it if the videos are not in chronicle, chronological order. Yeah. I can kind of get behind that idea. But if he's a time traveler, there's also like a whole other aspect. Like he can always be kind of a narrator and stay behind and not actually be dead if he can time travel. And something that kind of supports what you just said is in the highlight reel, you can see when Jin, you know, is in that final scene where he takes off or I think he's putting on clothes and then putting on the hat and you can mm-hmm. see the, um, the on, clothes, on the... Yeah. Yeah, the pile of clothes. Um, When you look at Spring Day um, and you see the huge pile of clothes, that's clearly, it could clearly represent all the times he's actually traveled in time, which I think leads Mm -hmm. to the theory that, you know, all the movies um, are not necessarily in chronological order. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I think we talked a a little bit about this, but there's also just a whole other universe that seems to be there, which happens in Wings, where you see them kind of in you see the solo videos where they all seem to be in another world Mm -hmm. they're all kind of it's almost like a dream world in those and then it leads into the blood sweat tears video which is obviously based on herman hess's damien but there's this idea that it's like this whole other world that they're living in yeah and i'm not sure if that's one of those worlds that is a dream world or if it's a fantasy world but they're all there together in that video after having all these videos solo um, and then I'm not really sure where that leads to with Spring Day and Not Today, but they also kind of seem to be in, I would say, some kind of dream world or some kind of higher level. Mm-hmm. Huh. Going back to the Jin is Dead theory, um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to remember about. So wait, in, at the end, he does see death, though, right? From the girl that gets run over by the bus or the car. That yeah. was, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that's very interesting that. Uh, the theory is that he's dead, but he well, probably at the end, him seeing it, I feel like possibly he's the Reaper. No, I was kidding. Um, like watching, <laughs> watching it happen, and he like sees it. There, but, there was a yeah. theory that he was like somehow a demon at some point too. So, like when he kissed the um, angel, he became a demon. Like that's another theory. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So well, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just like I just thought that was. Really I, I mean, I I feel like to the 
point made earlier, like, so, you know, kissing, falling from grace, like, this is like him mm-hmm. reaching maturity. Maybe tying all these different universes and worlds together. I strongly believe in the Jin as the main protagonist of the overarching mm-hmm. BTS yes. story and that he's playing through all these different realities. And he's, at least from what we're discovering with the Love Yourself uh, series, is that it's recognizing no matter how much you try to change things up, you're still going to ultimately even out to like the same sort of ending. Yeah. So like I, I see him being sort of... You out- can't cheat death. Yeah, right, right. So I wouldn't say that he's necessarily dead, but more that he's outside of the equation that he's playing with. And he's you know trying mm-hmm. to insert in and out, trying to get different results, um, be it with his fellow members or with these different girls or this world that he's trying to create for himself. Uh, well, and I think that goes back to the not fully loving himself aspect. Right. Is he's... He, keeps trying to change it outside of his own skin. Yep. You know, there's not anything he's changing about himself. Exactly, yeah. Do we have any theory about the dates that were mentioned in the highlight reel? Side note, how do we know that it was all within the same year? That's exactly. I don't don't see any reference to actual dates. Um, I just see, you know, months and days. Um, It's very possible that these different events occurred years in time. And that's what I'm wondering if there's a possibility that at the, this is why I wonder this, is at the dance studio with Jimin and J-Hope, that happens. They have this big breakout and then each of them go to their own sides where Jimin, we see in, you know, the I Need You video, he's by himself in the bathroom again in the tub you know dealing with suicide and all that you see j-hope turn to pills like is that a possibility that this is something that happened before if if there's a time travel aspect are we is this something that we're seeing right now or is it something that happened in the past and we've already seen the future Hmm. (laughs) i you know i i I think it could be probably either of those things it's like Mm -hmm. assuming that jen and this this is still operating under under the presumption that you know Jin is able to go through different periods of time it could be him seeing the consequences either way like maybe this happens when I did it this time and and this ends up sooner or this ends up later but you know different results in different ways Mm -hmm. I, I see all of this as different ways to give you the message that you've got to accept that these are weaknesses and flaws that define who you are and ultimately, you know, you can learn from them to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, and you don't have to, like, prescribe to what everybody else says is okay and what you need. Yeah. You need to prescribe mm-hmm. to what's better for you. Right. So we've discussed some of the theories behind the Love Yourself highlight reels. What did you each take um, from this main message or from the theories that you saw in these music videos? For me, I guess the thing that I took away the most is you don't necessarily know how your own story is going to end. Mm -hmm. The only thing that you can do is um, enjoy the time that you have and love yourself. So I actually, for me, was I kind of do pull from one of the theories that I actually don't completely believe, (laughs) but one of the ones that says that they each represent different dates of maturity, like whoever's furthest in date is more mature than the others. I don't think that that's necessarily true, but what I did feel about that theory is that like they connect to people in different moments of their lives in love, I guess you could say. Uh Um, So you can... like. I think for me, it was like I, every time when I was seeing Jim and I was like, oh, that's that time when I totally fell in love with that person, but could never tell them because I didn't know if they were going to love me back. Mm. And 
you know, with Ratmon, it's this idea of, you know, he wanted to get to know somebody, but didn't have the guts to say anything. I definitely can relate to that, you yeah. know. Um, Sugar p- pushes her away because he's not ready to let someone in. And I think that's definitely somebody, something you can see in in your history. You know, everybody has seen different parts of those things in themselves. I don't, I've not necessarily, you know, knock on wood, I haven't lost anybody that I've loved uh, in a romantic way, but that's still an aspect of what people deal with. Yeah. For me, I think uh, for the love yourself, I, I studied a bit about uh, how Korea's um, like high suicide, there's high suicide rates and about like materialistic society. Mm-hmm. Like uh, from the love yourself, I feel like it's a great depiction of how BTS is trying to provide a, positive message to the youth of today in korea yeah. um whether it's also yeah it could also be worldwide and they have this um power of like social media and when we talk about globalization um i just think that with um their influence that they have um like even also just on amazon with their sales and everything like i think for my takeaway is that um a lot of the stuff that they're trying to depict is to tell people that it's important to love yourself, um, to not compare ourselves to others. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes we have this depiction through social media. We do that often. Um, but that like each of us have our own challenges, whether it's losing somebody, um, taking, um, away the, not having the courage to speak up or not having the chance to actually say what you want. I think it's, yeah, for my takeaway, I feel it's more, Everyone has their own set challenges, and we can't compare ourselves to others yep. all the time. Yeah, that was also what I, a big thing that I was taking away from this realm, and that, and and, and I think Ariana and Paulina, you guys have also touched on this and in different ways. But for me, one thing I take about this, and this is in the context of the FOMO generation that we live in <laughs> nowadays, is that yeah. uh, to get to where you are, it's not like you're always, you know on fleek you're not always going to be this you know instagram perfect image to get there you have to you're not you can't keep fronting you need to be proud of all these things that made you who you are today including all those mistakes that you've had to to really grow and develop build that nuanced character of yourself so um that's what i take from the love yourself message in these highlight reels yeah Yeah, i think you're right very much so okay So let's recap really quickly here. Um, we've seen BTS go through several evolutions. I kind of want to say the big overarching one is just maturity overall for this, like as a major theme for BTS. Are these highlight reels foreshadowing something greater into 2018? Is there something new or adding on to this from what we can expect to them from in, into the future? I definitely, yeah, I definitely think so. We we talked about this before, but this new. The, the mini album is going to be called Her. Right. Um, and I think it's definitely, as much as they're saying they're not attached, I think that the fact that we have girls in these videos, which is a big deal. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have girls. Um, and this is, a, we've been told that this is going to be, you know, Big Hit has literally said this is young people who have fallen in love. Um, I think that it can touch on a lot of things in this album. I think it's going to probably touch on how outward love cannot save us if we aren't whole, which we talked about a bunch before. Mm -hmm. But I also think that this is, I I think what I see with this is that we are going to start touching on 
aspects of things of what happens when you're no longer worried about becoming adult. You're actually an adult. Oh. And you now have things to deal with. Yeah. You know, I made the I made the joke like the next album will be be called Unemployment, <laughs> and another will be called Paying Bills, yeah. or you know, um, you know, there's so many different things that happen when you're a teenager and a kid, and you're worried about what happens when you become adult. Mm-hmm. And that's so much of what BTS has talked about. Yeah. And now they're all adults. You know, yeah, there are adults who are K-pop stars, but they're adults. And what is, you know, as their fans are growing, what's what comes next? There's still anxieties, but what do they transform into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I have, I have a feeling that the probably the next album could be called Him. Or <laughs> I, I would love if it was called Him. Or, yeah, and then it's eventually it'll be like called Us or something. Yeah. But um, it's definitely going to evolve throughout the year. I feel like BTS, seeing when they debuted, like they were like not that popular but seeing how they became so like well-known k-pop group now it's definitely i wouldn't be surprised if this evolves into something showing their maturity uh-huh. throughout the years um and yeah like um previously we just mentioned about anxieties and stuff it, c- it could be like they really talk about the topics that aren't really mentioned a lot in the korean culture like mental health or um like young love how and how it is to like be growing in the modern society now because a lot of traditions are changing. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm yeah. especially a huge fan of using K-pop to broach topics that may yep. be taboo. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. These highlight reels and the concept behind Love Yourself was unveiled through a series of different mediums. So first, you know, we have the movie posters and the short films and the mysterious Jin letter. Do you guys think that this was a successful or a good pre-album launch tactic? Was it a good way to draw in that tease and that excitement? Oh, of course. I don't think, aside from Kim Kardashian's breaking the internet, I don't think that the poster (laughs) of um, Jungkook, I mean, that had such a huge effect um, on Twitter and on social media and creating a buzz. Like the theory that they were going to do an entire dance in a wheelchair? (laughs) Like how that was a theory. <laughs> that was a theory. That, I I don't know how I missed that theory. I don't think. Oh yeah, they they're the big hit set put out a picture just of the new studio and there looked to be possible wheelchair marks. It makes me laugh just thinking about it. But it that's I mean it's possible. It would be really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I do think it was incredibly successful. I think I do think that BTS could like not put anything out we would be happy um and so you know like they could like literally just drop a video like beyonce like secretly and we would all be fine with that but i think they take it to a whole new level yes yeah and when you say when they take it to a whole new level what is it that in your opinion really distinguishes them Uh, i think it's mostly their social media um outlets like they're more creative in that aspect Uh but most of most of k-pop though like a lot of like the media that's provided is through social media like twitter um but i feel like bts does it pretty like does it well more so um they know how to like tease uh, tease tease the fans or grasp their attention um whether it's with their um letters videos or like posters um or short movie reels like i feel like the way that they've been able to understand how to use that medium is definitely to their advantage yeah. and helps them um, be successful. I also think it's this idea that every there's a continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. I, I you know there are videos that don't tie back into the story. I wouldn't think Fire or Save Me tie into these stories per, per se. Uh-huh. But since I need you, pretty much all of these 
these videos tie into something together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more importantly, and I, I cannot stress this enough, but I think it's amazing that they include their fans in the art. Yeah. You know, there's this, I, I think, you know, the Herman Hess, uh, Damien, the um, the one who walks away from Omelius, is that what it was um, called? Yes, yeah. they, they tie in these, like, art, these, you know, this literature and this art into the stories that gets their fans. I mean, those books sell out the minute that they talk about yeah. them or they use them in a video. Yeah. And so the, the fans get to be a part of this art, yes. you know, also because they never explain anything. So we're never going to know what's really happening. I, I mean, this whole like theory crafting, it's, it's almost comedic, right? It's like, Oh, this, this was red. What does that mean? Like, like to a certain point, it feels like we're overanalyzing every single detail and other people have made jokes about that. But it does a lot to drum up that interest. And there is obviously a lot of deliberate artistic messages and inspirations that they're taking from other sources that, you know, Ariana, you mentioned, um, which I think build into a more uh, multi-dimensional message, which in turn means a lot more and resonates with us each a lot stronger. Going back to what you were saying earlier, Raman, about, you know, using social media mm-hmm. as a tool in my day job in, in PR, like one thing that you want to do if you want to like mitigate a crisis is that you tr- try to provide all the details all up front, all in one package mm-hmm. so that you get it out there, you don't have to address it again. What they've yeah. been doing with all these teasers and <laughs> what we just found out today <laughs> with their countdown, it's like you provide all these breadcrumbs, <laughs> right? <laughs> to sort of like yeah, space it out. Yeah. And then you get everyone so excited each step of the way that slowly add to that bigger picture. I mean, but is it really breadcrumbs? Because I feel like they feed <laughs> us on set like every single day. I mean, they give us sandwiches and then yeah. they give us like breadcrumbs like, and then they just. <laughs> it's like a whole buffet. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's, but, it's, but it's like if they were giving, like if. The, you they were giving us a novel but like only one sentence at a time yeah yeah you yeah. know that's kind of what it feels like to me is that we're getting pieces of a larger story and i don't even think we're getting it in order yeah we're just getting pieces and we have to figure it out and i think that's kind of brilliant because there is no answer we we have not been given an answers to anything that's going on yeah. so we get to keep theorizing and we get to keep wondering i mean this also goes to if you go to their concerts they have videos that mm. are attached to these stories too and you're like wait what I also mm-hmm. have to go to all the concerts and know what's going on <laughs> it never ends it never ends yeah. they're so smart because they know that I'm going to just give them my money <laughs> take them like, take it all exactly take it all. All of it. what do you think of fans who don't go into this level of theory crafting so for example last night I was showing BTS's Blood Sweat Tears to a couple of my friends who are over and um, as I was showing it, I was pl- explaining a lot of the symbolism behind it. And then my friend who's also into BTS, she just said, yeah, you know, I think I like it for those things. But more than that, it's got all this fan service. <laughs> it's like, you know, guys kissing, mm-hmm. grabbing the crotch and mm-hmm. other stuff. I don't know. I'm not a girl. So but- beautiful. Like the, yeah, the, the, like the shot of V taking like off of his shoulders like that to me. I'm not even like V's biggest stand, but I'll tell you like that got me. Mm-hmm. That was enough. And I think that's definitely true. I think they're, they, they pay, I think they do fan service in so many ways though, uh-huh. because they also just, I, I think so many K-pop bands use so many media items and things like that, but they also play fan service. Like I said, like adding artistic elements to make you think, I think that's also a kind of fan service. Yeah. You know, no, that's a good point. I think got seven does that too. I think that they add in elements of story. Uh-huh. 
that you have to piece together. And I think that's a type of fan service is getting your fans so involved in the story crafting. Yeah. Maybe a question for you guys. Like you have a friend who's not, you know, BTS army and you're, as we're all, you know, excited by, there's all this, you know, theory and, and nuanced message in this, but for people who don't have that sort of patience, like what do you say or share with them? Well, I think different people are at different levels. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, you know, someone who, who probably has never heard K-pop before, if you start going into mm-hmm. the theories, might be, it might be a little over, you know, it might be yeah. too much. Um, but just showing them like one of the videos might be good. And then that might lead to a trickle effect. I mean, I'm sorry, to a domino effect. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that as a newer I, army, I've personally have been, you know, having those interactions with my friends and kind of like gauging where everyone's at. Um, mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And then some people are like, yeah, I don't get it. And so yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, like a, a mix of everything in between. Yeah, I tend yeah. to show them the non linear storytelling ones. Yes. Like I'll show save me, I'll show fire, dope, mm-hmm. things dope. like that where there's like doesn't really matter if there's yep. a story. Uh not today I think cool. might yeah. be part of the story, but it just it's a it's a cool video, you know? So I don't really have to explain anything. There's like a shiny thing in it where they dance, you know? That's all that people need to understand. Yeah. They really love shiny things. <laughs> oh my god, they do. <laughs> Everybody loves that part. <laughs> Okay. Any color. All right. So we've, you know, provided a lot of thoughts in terms of what this each meant for us, you know, the, the trajectory of BTS as a whole. Um, what can this do to prepare us for the September 18th release? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I learned. I, the one thing that I've learned in my brief time um, going down this rabbit hole, I think it's been since February of this year. It's been really fast. Um, is that I, you have to learn to expect the unexpected. And so I just kind of go <laughs> yes. in with it with an open mind and get ready to be blown away. I would say ask me in 12 hours. <laughs> that too. That too. I'll give a response. I would probably be able to tell you in like 12 hours when this door opens on their website. I think um, somewhat it could kind of prepare us um, with the teasers that were given. Uh, it does definitely get us ramped up of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing BTS that they don't really like give a clear depiction of what's going to be next, it, it could be something totally that's different from what we expected. Like, yeah, I guess expect the unexpected. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll all have to regroup after her debuts and <laughs> yeah. we've taken everything in. I think we'll have to regroup then and, and see where we are yeah. post-release and, and what that means. And talk about how we were all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that this theory stuff was not true at all. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys um, each for all your time and going over this episode. I think I learned quite a bit from each of you in terms of, you know, the messages behind um, the theories and uh, and what we can expect from BTS. So, Thank you all for your time in this conversation. Yeah, thanks for Thank having us. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. Closing out. Name your favorite BTS song and where people can find you online. So, Raman, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Um, so, my favorite BTS song, uh, I would say, is definitely Danger. Uh, and you can follow me at rpmncreates, uh, which is my Instagram handle. Uh, I would say my favorite is still Save Me. Still love that song. Um, um, you can reach me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Khan as in Genghis Khan. Nice. And best way to reach me. 
Yes, this is Paulina. Um, you can reach me at Bay Area Armies on Twitter. And my favorite uh, song is Am I Wrong? But, you know, there's no wrong answer to a favorite BTS song. Like yeah. all of them are the right answer. All of them is yeah. probably yes. correct. <laughs> but True. for me personally, it's it's still their song Spring Day. So that's been my, you know, five out of five most debak song to date for me and you can find me at dj peter low don't forget you can follow us at the k-pop cast so be sure to follow all our guests today and the k-pop cast and let us know what you thought of bts's highlight reels thank you thank you so much thank you thank you peter for having us all right take care everyone take care bye 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 just let me love